Now, there's one thing that America is not short of. America is not short of Bibles. But Bible prophets say that in the last days, in the land of the brave and in the land of the free, the Bible is going to be suppressed. Now, the question is, who is going to suppress the Bible? This program today is going to give you the answer. The Carter Report investigates the mysteries of the past as it seeks to interpret amazing predictions concerning our future. John Carter, scholar, writer, and traveler, invites you to join him as he unlocks mankind's most valuable treasure. They will throw their silver into the streets and their gold will be like refuse. Their silver and their gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. They will not satisfy their souls nor fill their stomachs because it became their stumbling block of iniquity. The Bible says that in the last days that the wealthy in America and Australia and Britain and Europe and around the world, in the day of God's wrath, they are going to take their silver and their gold and they're going to walk out in the streets and they're going to throw it down and nobody is going to stop and the wind is going to come and pick up the dollar bills and blow them down the street and nobody's going to care. I think tonight of a young man whom we will call by the good Bible name John. John comes down to breakfast. His wife Mary says to him, John, what's wrong? You don't look well. You look awful. He says, Mary, physically I've never felt better. I just feel the doom of the damned. I heard a preacher talk about it one time. He said, I feel the doom of the damned. I wish, I wish I could get some relief to this soul of mine. Then he thinks to himself, it's my money. I put my money before my God. And if I could only get rid of this intolerable load, I would feel much better. And so he rushes into his bedroom where he has been storing up the checks and the dollar bills and the securities. And he gets the whole lot. Mary says, are you crazy? And he runs outside and he throws it out in the streets of New York, New Orleans, Dallas, Fort Worth, Sydney, Chicago, San Francisco. He throws it out in the streets and people are running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth and everybody is running and looking and everybody is terrified. Nobody cares about his dirty money. The stumbling block of their iniquity. Most people serve the dollar 
most people in the end will throw their little God in the streets because they put the little God before the big God. That day is going to happen. It'll happen when grace no longer pleads for the human race, when mercy is stilled. Now we come to the climax. Who will suppress the Bible? Well, I'm going to show you the ancient prophecy, and this will surprise you. I would like you to come over here. I think it's to the prophecy which is found in Amos, page 891. 891 in the Holy Scriptures. 891. Amos 8, verses 1 down to 3. Amos, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, then Amos. This is an eschatological prophecy. Amos 8, verse 1 and onwards. And here is the answer to the question, who will suppress the Bible? Amos 8, the answer will surprise you. You ready to go? I'm going to read it slowly and deliberately. Thus the Lord God showed me, Behold, a basket of summer fruit, and that fruit was ripe, rotten, a picture of this world. He said, Amos, what do you see? So I said, Lord, I see a basket of summer fruit. Then the Lord said to me, The end has come upon my people Israel. I will not pass by them anymore. And the songs of the temple shall be wailing in that day, says the Lord God. Many dead bodies everywhere. They shall throw them out in silence. That is during the time of the seven last plagues. After mercy is closed. And then verse 11 and 12. Here is the prophecy. Here it is. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine on the land. Not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east, seeking the word of the Lord, but shall not find it. The Bible says the work of God is going to be finished. God is doing His work now. The gospel is going to the world. This is the time of grace. Now is the time of opportunity. But the time is going to come when God is going to say, close the door. When the door is closed and grace is no more, people who've had the opportunity and spurned that opportunity are going to wander from north to south, 
east to west. And they're going to look, my friend. They, they're going to search in the Scriptures. They're going to get copies of the Bible. There'll be mountains of Bibles, and they will search. They will look. But God is going to send a famine. There is going to be a famine of the Word, the Bible says. But of hearing the words of the Lord, they shall wander from sea to sea, north to east, seeking the Word of the Lord, shall not find it. They will have Bibles. But, my friend, because the Spirit of God is no longer moving upon their hearts, they will not understand it. Who will suppress it? God. God. Because mercy will no, not always be there. It will not always be there pleading for us. What is my message tonight? Oh, listen to it. Come now while we have opportunity. Don't be like the man who said, I am going to come tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. Don't be like the man who says, I will be a Christian when it's convenient. It'll never be convenient. Don't be like the man who says, I will be a Christian when I have all my problems sorted out. They will never all be sorted out. Come tonight. One final text. The most important. Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55 and verse 6 and 7 and please notice it as I read it to you, as we read it together. The Bible says, seek the Lord. What's the next word? While. Seek the Lord while he may be found. What does that tell you? It tells me this. He may not always be there to be found. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. God says, seek the Lord while, while, while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. He's near tonight. He can be found tonight. He's here tonight. I'm talking tonight to the person who is not right with God. I'm talking tonight to the person who goes to church or who doesn't go to church. But if the door of mercy were to close for you tonight, it would be curtains, and you know it tonight. There was a young lady back in old England many years ago who was employed working in a silk mill. That silk was very, very hard to weave. 
And when the foreman gave this young lady the job, he said, young lady, if it starts to tangle, whatever you do, don't try to straighten it out. You'll make a bigger mess, he said. Don't try to straighten it out because you just won't be able to. He said, if it starts to tangle, push that button, call me. He said, is it plain? She said, yes, sir. If it starts to tangle, I'll push the button and call you. He said, you've got it. He had been gone scarce for five minutes when the silk started to tangle. And she thought to herself, I can't call him now. What will he think of me? He will think that, that I'm absolutely incompetent. I can't call him now. And so, in a frenzy, born of desperation, she started to try to untangle the threads like us. And the harder she tried, the worse it became. And in the end, there was an awful mess on the floor. And in sheer desperation, she pushed the button. And the foreman came running. And when he came, he stood there and he said, Young lady, why didn't you call me? She said, Sir, I did my best. He said, the best thing you could have done was to call for me. I say tonight, the best thing that we can do is to call on God in prayer. I'm going to do something that I haven't done for a long time. That's not to embarrass anybody. But I'm going to do this. I want you to turn to the back of your Bible. And I have prepared a little card. It's yellow. And I'm going to show you what I want you to do. That is, if you want to. This little card says, Deciding for Jesus. I want you to notice what it says. Tonight I desire to make a decision for Jesus. I wish to accept him as my Lord and Savior. That is, if you haven't done it before. Or the next one says, Tonight I desire to recommit my life to Jesus Christ. Now friend, I don't want you to feel under any pressure except as God talks to us. But what we're going to do in a moment, Asherettes, listen, you don't know about this. I didn't tell you this. I wasn't planning to do this, but I'm planning to do this now. If you can fill that in tonight because you're making a commitment to Jesus Christ, I want you to do that now. But before you do so, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to collect them. And we're going to put them down here on the stage floor. And I'm going to kneel down here on the floor and ask God to marvelously bless those names. I'm going to ask God to put His Spirit upon the names of those people. 
I'm going to ask God to move upon our hearts tonight. Now, friend, if God is doing that now, I want you to take a pen. You know, it's only a little thing. But tonight, this is going to help somebody out here. It is going to help a lot of people to make a step towards Jesus Christ. And then, my usherettes, I want you to help me because we didn't plan this, did we? When you filled it out, pass them through. We won't even pass out. Do you want to pass out those little containers? Pass them out and pop it in. And then we're going to put these cards down here and we're going to say, Oh God, tonight hear us. Oh God, tonight visit us. I don't care tonight. You may want to put your name down and there may be somebody there, a boy or a girl that you're praying for. Right down there, I'm praying for so and so. Pray for this person. If you want to do that, you can do that. Turn it over and make it a prayer request. Write down your son's name or your daughter's name. I've got a family and I pray for my family all the time. I want my family saved. Don't you? Are there mums and dads out here tonight who know what I'm talking about? Are there mums and dads who are worried about their boys? Are there mums or dads out here tonight who are worried about their kids? If you want to put their names down, and we're going to bring them down, and we're going to bring them to God in prayer. But I want you to put your name down tonight. If there's a man here tonight, or a lady here tonight, and God has been talking to you tonight, and the Spirit of God has been talking to you tonight, Friend, make that commitment tonight. I say that to you because I want to see you in heaven. I want more than anything else. Look, I'm not in this because I'm just in it. I'm in this because I want to see you in heaven. And this is going to help people to get into heaven. Unless I make a decision for Jesus, I'm never going to do it. And the devil is going to say to some of you tonight, put it off. Do it in a year's time. My friend, don't do it. Don't let him say that to you. But tonight, make a commitment to God. The best thing we can do is to call upon him in prayer. And now I want you to pass the baskets through. And please drop in the cards. And as the cards come through, I want the girls quickly to bring them down the front and put them down here in the containers. And then we're going to do something we've never done before in this meeting. We're going to have a special consecration of these names to God in prayer. Would you kindly pass the baskets through? I appreciate so much your cooperation. I appreciate what our girls do too, and our men. They do this because they love people. They don't get paid for this. They're all volunteers, and they're here every night of the week. And I love them all.
Let them come through. Is there anybody we have missed tonight and you'd like to raise your hand and say, I want to be included, but I have been missed out? We don't want to miss you. Oh, my friend. You know, I find it hard to do this on occasions because the devil comes to me and he says, just leave it. Don't, don't embarrass anybody. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I want to see people in the kingdom, you see. And I want to help people to make a decision for Jesus. And so I'm saying to you tonight, this could be your night. This could be your golden moment of opportunity. And God could be talking to you tonight. Now, would you please bring them up, folk? Would you bring them up now? Some of you are going the wrong way. Just bring them down this way. Bring them up over here. If you've got them there, I know you've got them. Are there any more that ought to come in? Would you raise your hand if we haven't been able to get to you? God bless that little girl. Little girl raising her hand. God bless her. Would you bring them up? Why don't we put them, just put them down. Empty them out. Tip them out. And let's get down. And let us pray that God is going to bless all of these hundreds and hundreds of people. I feel tonight that God has been in this meeting. Girls, thank you very much. Thank you for what you do. I appreciate what you're doing. You really do a magnificent job. Are there any others out there? Have we missed anybody? Would you raise your hand if your name should be up here? and you want to send it down. I don't want to miss anybody. Are there any more girls? I don't want to miss anybody. Remember what the man said to the girl. The best thing you could have done was to call for me. I'll tell you what I'm going to do now. I'm going to kneel down on the floor And if tonight you want to be ready when Jesus comes, and if tonight more than anything else you want to go home with him to the Father's house, I'm going to ask you not to bow your head. I'm going to ask you to kneel as a special act tonight that we want to be ready. Oh, my Father, we're in this meeting tonight because we believe the prophecies are being fulfilled. This is not a lot of talk, Lord. This is the truth. We, we, we believe, Lord, we're living right in the last days. We believe that Jesus could come at any time. And if that is so, oh, my God, that the door of mercy could close sooner than any of us anticipate or expect. As Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so it is going to be. God, look at these cards. We put our names here, God, because we want to follow Jesus. 
We put our names here, God, because we want to go home with Jesus to heaven. There are so many people here tonight, Lord, on their knees, hundreds and hundreds of people. Great host of people, Lord, on their knees. We're down on our knees tonight, Lord, because that's the safest place where we can be. We want you tonight, Lord, to forgive us for our sins. You've promised to do so. The Bible says the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses from every sin. We want the blood of Jesus Christ tonight to wash us all over from all over us, God. Wash away our sins. Make us clean tonight. And, oh, God, come tonight and put your spirit within our hearts. Warm our souls. Might it be tonight that every one of us in this place will be a true Christian because tonight we have made contact with the Christ of the cross, the God of creation, our coming Lord and King. Oh God, tonight, some folk may have put down also the names of their boys and their girls, their Davids and their Marys, some of us tonight, Lord, are worried about our boys and our girls. We pray tonight, Lord, by the mighty argument of the cross that you will send your Holy Spirit tonight. Speak to the hearts of our children who don't know you. And God, tonight, bless us. Put your peace within us. And when Jesus comes, may we all be ready. Please, for Jesus' sake, amen, amen, amen.